Awesome. How are you guys doing today? Can you believe it's Christmas already? Come on. Uh, my name is Andrew. For those of you that do not know me, I'm the lead pastor. I want to thank everybody for coming. I want to thank everybody that is watching us online right now. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in and staying connected to Passionate Life Church. All right, we are in a series called Down to Earth. Uh, before we, we get into it today, uh, next week we have one service at 9.30. It's a family-friendly service. We'll have childcare from zero to five, uh, but all the other kids will, will be in here. And so, again, it'll be a family-friendly service. And look, I know some of you are like, I don't want to get out of my pajamas that day, Pastor. I just want to hang out and eat food and like totally understand that. But I know that there's some of you that really want to come to church that day and just kind of break up. Up, you know, everything that's going on. And, and listen, we shut the church down enough in 2020. We're not going to do it again, okay? And so, man, we want to leave the doors open for, for everybody that wants to come. And so we'll be here 9.30 next week, one service. It's just going to be an awesome time, and it's really going to be response time heavy next week. And, and so uh, just want to put that out there. And then uh, in two weeks, we're, we're, man, it's a new year. Come on, somebody. And... Uh, Man, God has so much for us in, in the new year. I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be announcing the word for the year. Every year, the Lord gives me a word for the year and for our church. And it's going to be awesome uh, time. And, and man, so I, I wanna, want you to put that on your calendar and make sure uh, that you show up the first uh, Sunday of the new year. It's going to be amazing. Amen? Amen. Awesome. Uh, so last night, I had to put my message on hyperdrive, okay, because all the kids were in here, okay, and just staring at me and fidgeting and picking their nose. And so uh, today, there's only adults picking their nose in here, all right? So I can deal with that. And, and so... Uh, uh, today we're, we're going to do part three. Next week we'll do part four of Down to Earth. Uh, the subtitle of my message today is Finding Jesus. Finding Jesus. Come on, let's pray. We'll get into God's word today. Father, we thank you for this moment. Holy Spirit, I thank you for every person that's in this room and watching online today. It is not by mistake that they're here, God. Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would come, speak, we just ask right now, Jesus, that you remove all distraction from our heart and our mind and, and this Christmas season, God, that we would focus on you this morning and the word that you have in store for us, God. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you'd get me out of the way, all of you and none of me, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen and amen. Jeremiah 29, 13. Let's start there this morning. Jeremiah 29, 13 says this, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. The context of this passage is Israel is in captivity. Okay, they're in captivity and the Lord has given Jeremiah a word to his people that, that if you will seek me with all of your heart, you will find me. Maybe today you're in a place where you think that you have found Jesus, but you haven't gone all in. Maybe you think you found Jesus and, and maybe you made a commitment a long time ago or, or maybe you just have a casual relationship with God and you come Christmas and Easter and if that's you, man, we're, we're thankful that you're here today and you're watching online, man, we're, we're, we're happy that you're here. But God has so much more for our life than just a, a one-time experience with Jesus. Jesus says this in Matthew 7, 7. 
He says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Ask. Some of you today, you haven't even asked. You haven't even gone down that road and, and, and asked what God has in store for you, what Jesus has for your life. And, and here's a couple reasons why. Uh, one, you, you might not think you need Jesus in your life because your life is good. Like, like you, you got a nice house, you got cars, you got, your life is good, you got a good job, right? And you don't feel like you, you need Jesus in your life. Let me tell you something. You, everybody's going to need Jesus after we pass from this life, Okay? Oh, everybody needs Jesus when we pass from, from this, this life into the next. And so you need Jesus more than you think. And then the other reason why you, you might, you know, you might not ask and, and, and go all in on, on Jesus is because you, you think that Jesus, giving your life to, to Christ and following Jesus with all of your heart means that uh, you live in a, non, a, a no fun zone. Come on, somebody right? You're like, man, go, you know, being a Christian is no, is no fun. Listen to me. For seven years of my life, I did drugs. I drank myself silly. Uh, I, I, I partied my brains out. I chased after everything that the world had to offer. And some 20 years ago, when I gave my life to Jesus, let me tell you, there hasn't been one second that I regretted. Man, I wish I could go back to that life of doing drugs and partying my brains out. Listen, it is all artificial, okay? It's all artificial. Listen, I had a plan, okay? Uh, you know, I wasn't going to get married until I was 27. I was going to have a BMW. I was going to have money in the bank. Like, none of that happened, okay? Because... And some of you got plans, and you think they're good plans. Listen, those plans stink compared to the plans that God has for your life. And then, then, then the other reason that you don't want to go all in, and, and you don't want to follow Jesus with, with all of your heart, and you don't want to ask, right? You don't want to ask, and you're not really seeking him. It's because you think you have a lot of time. Oh, I'll, I'll just wait till Easter, Pastor. Okay, I just, I got lots of time. Oh, I'm young. I got plenty of time to, to change my life. And maybe you're old and you still think you got plenty of time to, to change your life. And, and listen, we are living in a world today where there are evil people creating viruses to kill people in labs right now. Guys, like, like, that's the world that we live in today. And so, man, tomorrow's not even guaranteed, let alone Easter or next year. Like, this could be, and I'm not trying to be morbid this morning, but this literally could be your last Christmas today. How are you going to live it? With Jesus or without Jesus? Because Jesus, man, Jesus says, look, if you will ask, if you will seek, if you will knock, you will find me. And, and, and listen, finding Jesus isn't like finding Waldo where you find him in the, in, in the picture and that's it, right? Like finding Jesus is a daily thing. Jesus says you need to die to yourself every day and pick up your cross and follow me. That's what it means to follow Jesus. And some of you today, you, you just have a casual relationship with Jesus. And, and, and today, man, God's saying, come on, go all in. 
Because 2022 is, is not going to be every, any different than 2021 if your spiritual life isn't any different. If your relationship with Jesus is no different, your life will be no different. So for the rest of our time this morning, I actually asked my kids last Sunday. I said, hey, what do you want me to preach? <laughs> I don't usually do that. I don't usually do that. Um, be preaching about video games mostly uh, if I did that. Uh, Minecraft, Dad. Preach on Minecraft. <laughs> uh, they said, Dad, you, you, should, you should talk about the shepherds and the wise men. And so I, I prayed about it and researched it. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about some, some shepherds and we're going to talk about some wise men today. And, and the reason why I, I want to talk about them today is because it gives us a great example of because it, God has put a hole in our soul that only Jesus can fill. And, and, and I use the word Jesus and not God because God can be anything to a lot of different people, okay? And so I say Jesus because it was specifically Jesus that came as a baby and, and then he died. He didn't really come to be born. He really came to die for us, right? And he's the only one that can fill that hole in our soul. That, that is Jesus, and God has placed this thing in our DNA that we, we wonder. We wonder about what happens when we die. And some of you don't, you don't like to think about that because you're not sure of what happens. And, and, and so I want you to think about that today. Okay, I want you to, to ponder that today because that is a big thing. And so what God has done, he's put in our DNA ways that we connect and we can find Jesus. One way is through creative, okay? It, whether it's art or music or literally the Holy Spirit speaks to you. Like I had that experience with God where God literally spoke to me and, and maybe that's the way that, that he, man, he, you found Jesus. And then the other way that, that we can find Jesus is through our intelligence, right? And we've been talking about, two guys, we've been talking about former detectives, right, who were atheists, who wanted to prove Christianity wrong, wanted to prove the Bible wrong, right? And what ended up happening, they spend this year-long journey trying to do that, and they both end up finding Jesus, right? They end up finding Jesus. This is what happens, right, when we get into the science, when we get into the math, when we get into the validity of Scripture, we always end up finding Jesus. That's why Jesus can make such a bold statement and say, ask, seek, and knock, and you will find me. If you truly do it, if you truly desire with all of your heart to know the answer, to have purpose, you will always find Jesus. So let's start with the shepherds today. And I love the shepherds because they represent the common person, right? The ordinary person. No, nobody thinks that, man, shepherd, being a shepherd's a big deal, right? Like it was a blue collar job. I mean, you're watching sheep poop. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like. Right? Like, like this, is a, this is a blue-collar job. Like, like this is, and these are ordinary people, okay? So let's start here in Luke 2, 9 through 12. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring good news that will bring great joy to all people. Come on. Jesus is for all people. Jesus is for everybody, all people. He came to bring joy for everyone. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, 
the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign, okay? This is important. This is a personal message from God to these ordinary shepherds that these shepherds would resonate with us. I mean, we just kind of read it like, oh, that's nice, right? Like, you will find a baby wrapped snugly, oh, snugly, in strips of cloth lying in a manger, right? We've seen that image of Jesus in a manger, right? And all snuggled up with, with you know, you know uh, cloth wrapped around him, right? We love that, that picture of Jesus. But this was a personal message to the shepherds from God to them because they... They knew what a manger was, okay? And for a shepherd, a, a shepherd, most of their mangers were made out of stone. They actually carved them out of stone. And when a, a newborn lamb was, was born, they would put that lamb in the manger and they would wrap it up to protect it. And if it was the firstborn lamb, they would, they would put it in there and wrap it up and protect it because that was going to be uh, their sacrifice. That would be the sacrifice that they would take to their priest that would forgive their sins. And so this message that the angel is giving the shepherds, the, these shepherds are like, the lamb of God has come as a baby in a shepherd. Like, like, and, and do you know what I'm saying? Like, like God knows how to speak to you if you're willing to ask him and to find him. Let's continue with the story. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God. Okay, this is up there. Uh, man, we've, we've talked about this before that, um, man, I truly believe that Jesus is, is the head of God's army, right? We, we've, we've seen that in the Old Testament, some Christophanies where, where Jesus is leading God's army, right? Look what shows up, right? When Jesus is born, the army of heaven shows up when Jesus is born. Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go. Come on, say that today. Let's go. I mean, come on. Man, when you have an encounter with Jesus, you're like, let's go. Like everything changes when you have a real encounter, a heart encounter with Jesus. They said, let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And that God spoke to him in a creative way, right? And if, if you need God to speak to you, he will speak to you. If you need God to show up in your life, he will show up in your life. You just have to have an open heart. You have to have an open mind. You have to be willing to, to ask and seek and knock. And if you will do those things, Jesus will show up and Jesus will transform your life. These shepherds were never the same after this moment. They found what they had been looking for. And so we see Jesus come in a creative way. You see God comes in a creative way to ordinary people. Now he comes to some extraordinary people who have power and prestige. They're called wise men and, and, or magi. They're, 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 they're the elite of the elite, okay? They, they're loaded, okay? They're loaded. They walk around with treasure, right? These guys are smart. These guys are intelligent. These guys have resources. Like, like these guys have everything that you could possibly desire in life, okay? And, and, and they study the stars. They, they're into math. 
They're into science. Come, come with some of my, my, my math and science people. Come with say amen today, okay? There's like four of you, okay? So, <laughs> and, and man, they were, they were all into this stuff, and they had the resources to make it happen. And so let's pick up with a story here at Matthew 2, 1 through 12. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod, about the time some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. Like, how smart are these guys? Like, how smart are these guys? King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this as everyone in Jerusalem. Okay, so when they rolled into town, like they rolled deep. Like it's just not a couple guys, right? It says it's not three wise men. No, they rolled deep. Like they had an entourage. Like, like they're coming in and making noise. That's why everybody in the city are like, who are these people? Like who are these guys that are asking questions about this future king? So he called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And so this is literally from Micah 5.2. They've been, they also studied the scriptures, right? And, and we've talked about this in, throughout the series and Down to Earth series that the Bible is the most historic, accurate book ever written. And you cannot argue that, okay? Archaeologists agree. Historians agree. Like, like that, that's just a fact. You can't argue with that. And so they're using scripture to find Jesus. Come on, somebody. Let's continue. O you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people of Israel. Then Herod called a private meeting. Okay, to get a private meeting with a king, you're somebody. Okay, like you're somebody to get a private meeting with the king, with the wise men. And he learned from the time when the star first appeared, then he told them, go to Bethlehem, search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way. Let's continue. Let's finish up. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. Come on. We should... Be filled with joy today. No matter what is happening in our society, in our culture, Jesus equals joy. They were filled with joy. They entered this house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chest. Come on, they have treasure chests. Come on, somebody. And gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And when it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. And so who do you relate to today? Who, who do you relate to? Do you relate to the creative side where, where, man, God does creative things? Or are you about the facts? Are you about the math and the science? Because God is for both. God is for all people. Come on, somebody. Jesus is for everyone. About 20 years ago, I was... Uh, coming out of a life of drugs and alcohol and party about seven years. And I came to this place in my life where I knew I needed to change my life. I, I was either going to go to jail uh, or I was going to die. 
okay? I, I was just doing all different types of drugs, and, and those were really my two choices. And I came to a place in my life that, that see, I was raised in the church. Uh, I have a degree in Bible. I went, to, I went to a Christian university, and I had all the intelligence, okay? I had all of the knowledge, but I didn't have that connection with God. And here's my thing, here's my thing. I, I didn't know if God loved me. I didn't know if God loved me anymore. I, I felt like I did so many things in those seven years that, that I could have opted out of God's love somehow because I had all of this knowledge, but I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And I remember that day some 20 years ago, I was laying, in, I was laying on an old weight bench in my, my parents' backyard, staring up at the stars, and and. I asked Jesus, I said, I said, Jesus, I need to hear from you. Because if I, if I don't connect with you in a supernatural way, if I don't hear your voice, I'm going back to my old life. As bizarre as that sounds, but that's why some of us men, we keep going back to toxic relationships. We keep going back to substances that we know that we shouldn't do. We get caught in this cycle of addiction and bad habits and and for me, it, it came down to one thing. Jesus, do you love me? And I, I remember that day just like it was yesterday, and I'm staring up at the sky and looking at the stars, and man, I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit speak to me, and he called me my name. Let me tell you something today. He's called you by name. Not to just live an ordinary, regular life, but he's called you to something bigger. He's called you to purpose. He's, he's got a plan. He's got a hope. He's got a future for your life that you cannot possibly imagine. But you need to go all in. He's calling you by name this morning. He called me by name. He said, Andrew, if you remain faithful to me, I will bless you beyond your imagination. And I said, okay, God. I was all in for the world. I'm all in for you. I know you love me. I know you got a plan for me. And I know you got purpose for my life. Come on, let's bow our heads and close our eyes this morning. Where are you at today? Maybe you've never said yes to Jesus. Maybe you've never asked Jesus to come into your life. And you need to today. Or maybe you've got, you've got sucked up into the things of this world. Man, it's easy to. It's easy to, get, to drift away from the things of God. And today, you want to make a, a, a new commitment to following Jesus all the days of your life. Today, maybe you've never gone in, all in. And today is, is your commitment to go all in to follow Jesus. I would just ask, every head bowed, every eye closed. This is your personal commitment between you and Jesus. If that's you, just slip up a hand. I just want to pray with you today. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. You can put your hands down. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I would just ask today that we would all repeat this prayer as we help those making the greatest decision of their life today. Dear Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. And I ask this morning, that you would forgive me of all my sins. That you would come into my life and be my Lord and King. And from this day forward, 
I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's celebrate them. Heaven is rejoicing this morning.